Hello, and welcome to the Reader's Corner. The Reader's Corner is a podcast where we recommend books. One book per season for each one of us. I'm Freya, I'm your host, and these are my co-hosts. I'm Emily. I'm Sophie. And I'm Jasmine. Uh, in this episode, we're going to give you our recommendations for the summer, and we each brought a book that we want to talk about. Yeah, so let's get started. My book is One Last Stop by Casey McQuinston, and man, I love this book. <laughs> I, It's great. <laughs> I've heard a lot of great things on it. Book Talk's favorite. Book Talk's favorite. Oh, but it's this cute, sexy, everything. <laughs> the, the covers are sexy. Let me have it. <laughs> book, like sapphic romance. It's it's everything. It's It's about... This 23-year-old girl named August who just moved to New York for um, college. And she gets a job at the 24-hour pancake diner. Yeah. Pancake diner. Yeah, pancake diner. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, and she she goes there to work. And when she has to go from her apartment, she she takes a train. And She's in New York, obviously. Yeah, she meets this uh, girl on the train who's very, like edgy punk rock, you know, mm. uh, who's called Jane. And turns out Jane is not edgy punk rock stuck in the 80s. No, she's literally from the 80s. What? What? Yeah. Like, please elaborate. <laughs> um, well, Jane and August meet on the train, but Jane can't leave the train. She is, she has somehow come from the 80s and don't know how to come back but she doesn't remember anything really and so this whole thing becomes a journey of august helping jane find out who she really is and how to get back to where she is yeah like it's a very um beautiful story about found family and you know a queer romance it doesn't get better than that (laughs) So I have chosen If This Gets Out by Sophie Gonzalez and Kill Dietrich. It's about these two guys, Zach and Ruben, who is in a boy band called Saturday. And Ruben has been out for a couple of years as queer and has wanted to come out to the world. And the book starts out with Zach discovering that he's queer and that he's in love with his friend and bandmate, Ruben. And then the book is about their challenges as a queer couple and as queer people in the music industry. It's very heartbreaking and very sweet at the same time. It shows the the good and the bad of being queer in an industry where your image is so important. Yeah, and uh, as someone who has also read the book, it's very much about, you know, discovering yourself as a queer person and living in a society where not everyone will accept you. Sang is a very... He just goes with the flow. He needs to learn how to take action. And this book is very much him learning. Like, if I want something, I actually need to say that I want it. I'd can't just go with the flow always because it's gonna hurt me in the end and 
Then there's Ruben, who is a sassy mess, to say the least. <laughs> he's, very, he's very fun. But, like, you can definitely see that he had love of everybody and how they're treating him because he's queer. Because the management keep wanting them to be closeted and wants them to be trained as these, like, pretend to be boyfriends. Because that's apparently, according to management, the whole uh, appeal of boyfriends. So they want each of the guys to work into being a specific archetype which just does not fit with any of the guys they all complain about this it's very much about these guys being put into a, a box that they have yeah. to fill out but they don't fit in and, and having they- to follow this perfect guy uh, in a boy band that's dateable and single that so that they're selling more tickets and making yeah, more money. Yeah, but they still need the Danny rumors to kind of confirm straight. But they are very, very boxed. And they're forced to fit in in ways where they don't. And you get to see how that negatively infect them all the way around. And how they each have to fight their way out of the box and have to figure out how to be themselves. Yeah. And what they need to do to feel more authentic. And to fit in in a way that fits them. Yeah, I, I, when I read it, I thought it was very much about how you have to be able to live in this industry where you can't be yourself. And this is your reality. Like, I mean, this book, it was... I was screaming every second. <laughs> uh, but I found like... The whole resolution at the end where they all kind of like found themselves in their unique way and how they needed to find themselves. Found that very cute. Yes. Shall okay. we move on to the next book? Next book. Yes. Um, the book I chose is actually a Chinese novel, so it's been translated into English. Um, it was originally released in Chinese in 2018, but... Uh, the English translation first came out here in 2020. Uh, the name is Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation. <laughs> a weird name because the, the book is Chinese. And it's written by um, a girl named Mushang Toshu. Um, and it's about this dude named Wei Wuxin who was adopted um, into this kind of like family clan. It's kind of hard to explain. You kind of just have to read it. Yes, uh, Wei Wuxian was adopted into the Jiang family, where their motto is basically do the impossible, which he somehow accomplishes in his young life. He is one of the most talented people of his generation, um, but because in, through like the different families that are in the novel, there is a war going on uh, between the different like lands they own and such. And because of that, he is, in a sense, forced to use um, powers. Like, it's very magical, this whole book. Um, so he's forced to use these powers, which, in the eyes of society, is just wrong. Like, that's why it's called demonic cultivation, because it's, like, evil and this. Which makes everybody who he's close to, but also, like, outsiders think that he's, like, the main villain villain of the whole book which 
he isn't. <laughs> He's just very misunderstood. And uh, because of this whole war, he ends up dying tragically. I can say this because it's literally on the first page, his death. Um, <laughs> but he gets resurrected and <laughs> wants revenge for what happened for him. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You would. You would. You would yeah, want that. That's why the back starts with. Resurrection and Revenge. Yeah, it, on the book it literally says on the back, Resurrection in Revenge, which is... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what it's about. Um, But um, even though he wants to, like, have revenge in that kind of sense, he isn't, like, really about doing anything big. Like, this is his second life. He just kind of want to chill out. But somehow it's, he's still pulled into all of the mess from his last life and mysteries that went unsolved. Um... So he teams up with one of his old buddies named Lang Wangji. And basically somebody is pulling strings behind the curtain because they go on a whole ass adventure to solve how he died in his last life. And that's basically what the rest of the book is about. Mm. <laughs> Sounds great. But wait, didn't didn't they you know what how he died in the last life? Mm, not really. There is like some things about his death which made it kind of like a mystery. But uh, does he remember his last life? Yes. Okay. Indeed. He remembers everything. Yeah, so unlike in, in mine, where she doesn't know anything. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, you can say ours is kind of yeah. similar. Kinda they both similar. have to, they both have to relearn stuff about their past that they don't remember. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Should we go to the next book or the last yes. book? Yes. The, the last book. That's mine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the book I chose to recommend today is *The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants* by Anne Bashirs. It was a book that was published in two thousand and one, and it's about these four girls: uh, Lena, Tibby, Carmen, and Bridget, who's been friends forever. They're around the same age, and they've been friends because their parents, like all of their mothers, met in an aerobics class, like a pregnant aerobics class. <laughs> um, Interesting. And like, I got feel like that's very common. Like, yeah, they all got like close, and then, of course, when they all had their babies, they were still friends. So they also automatically got close and became friends. So they've been friends for like forever, and they're now in their like. 15, 16, I think, around that like, age. Mid-teen like, years. Yeah. And it's like their first summer apart, and they're kind of worried about that because they've always been together. Because uh, this year, Lena, she's going to Greece to visit her grandparents. Uh, Tippy, she's staying at home, working in a convenience store in Walmans, which she's ve not very excited about. <laughs> and then we have uh, Carmen. She's going to visit her divorced father, she doesn't really spend that much time with him, so she's really happy about going to see him. And then there's um, Bridget, who's going to like a soccer camp in California, Ooh. Mexico. So they're all going different ways, and they're not very happy about that because they're kind of afraid of drifting apart because their parents, their mothers, aren't really close anymore, and they're afraid they're going to end up the same way. But before the summer start, they end up finding uh, like an old pair of jeans in a thrift shop, which at first they don't really like the jeans, but then they end up trying them on and they of course look amazing. And they end up like all of the girls trying on the jeans and they fit, the jeans fit all of them like perfectly, even though they're all like different 
sizes and shapes. So they like this. That yeah, that's One the thing. They're magical jeans. Uh, yeah, yes. magical jeans apparently. And because they're magical, they decide that throughout the summer they're gonna send the pants like to each person to like bring them close, so they have like a piece of each other while they're away. So they are gonna send them like once. I think they're gonna send like once to each person and then back again throughout the mm. summer. And then of course the letters go along with them with their experiences stuff. So the book, the whole book is mainly about the the summer and the connection. Yeah, the connection between the girls, but also like their experience apart and like how that changes them. And of course, there's ups and downs and bad things and good things happening. Mm. Yeah, they all connect via the pants and the letters and like help each other, even though there's tough times. And it's a great summer read, also because of course it's it's in the summer and it's about traveling, which we all like to do. Yeah. So, so what I hear you're saying is it's about four girls who who get to experience growing up together, but then has to you know, try to involve to, to involve, involve themselves without each other. Yeah, it's very much like coming of age novel about growing up apart and with your close friends and experiencing different things and learning about yourself and your family. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Something I got to think about. Isn't all our main characters teenagers? Or like? Oh, no. Uh, my, I think... In my book, the main character starts out as a teenager, but then yeah, it follows him for his whole life. So hmm. yeah, um, Teresa. My book characters are in their twenties, so yeah. But I think they're coming, all yeah, all coming of age, right? I mean, they're yeah, all really about find, found family. I think. Yeah, mine is definitely. Yeah, mine one hundred percent is. Technically, mine also is. Yes. Yeah, like, because to... it's. These four guys in the band that comes in together and becomes a family. Mm. Yeah, it. Uh, your book is very much about these four guys that has to find comfort in each other because yeah. the only people who really know how it actually is is each other. You know, <laughs> the, the yeah. only one they can really tell the truth to is each other. It was just when I heard yours for sixteen. I was like, wait a second, because yeah. I remember uh, Jasmine's as being. So as being like the high school students, but apparently not. No, they're they're in university. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, August is in university, and she she travels uh, every day and Jane develops this develops this crush on Jane uh, as she sees her every day, and <laughs> they start talking. And you know, when she she finds out that there might be more to her being on the train every day. Um, mm. It, it it she she tries to discover what it is and help her get back to the time she was. So Jane couldn't leave the train. No, Jane Jane can't leave the train. Jane is stuck on the train. <laughs> Gotta suck. Yeah, yeah, very much. Cause yeah. trains are not that fun. No, no. I can I can tell from experience. People. Trains are not it. <laughs> I I commute every day basically when when we have school. <laughs> I never commute. Yeah, <laughs> me and Jasmine went to Germany by train. Oh yeah. yeah. Sounds not fun. <laughs> it was an accident. 
I feel like it's fun if you're like not that many people in a train, but like mm. crowded trains or yeah. never like yeah. a, a New York train c- completely crowded with people every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Your whole life. <laughs> Your whole life. But the the thing is, she couldn't remember anything before August started showing up. Yeah, I was about to say, did she know she was like, oh, I've been in this train 50 days? Or like, no, she remembers like bits and pieces of being in the train. Yeah. Uh, but then as she, she, of course, starts talking to August more and more, and she also falls for August more and more. They, she starts to remember bits and piece, pieces of her past before she got to the train. And August, like, tries to bring up memories by bringing her stuff that will remind her of her past. Mm-hmm. And, and like, she will bring food uh, and suddenly Jane will remember something from her past. Nice. I don't know if this is spoiling. <laughs> it's fine. People will read the books anyway. Like yes. all, almost all the books I have is like movie adaptations, and <laughs> like where I've seen the movie and be like, I want more, or like I want the original story. True, same the with same. this. So like, ha- then you ha- actually have like you know the spoilers, but yeah. you want it anyway. Yeah, uh, I'm very much a a reader more than a watcher. Mm. Like I will find a book online and I'll think, oh, this sounds great, and I'll go find the book. And a lot of the books I've read recently are going to be turned into movies. movies. Mm-hmm. But I've read them before they got yeah. to the point where somebody wanted to turn them into a movie. Mm. It's I, have, a- I have like a little like thing I do, like a fine series, and then for some reason there's always a novel behind the series. So mm. when I'm done yeah. watching the series, I go and I read the book. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun experience, like both. It's different, like when you've seen the movie or show or something, and mm. then read the book, because then you like keep looking for like differences between the show, because you know what's gonna happen, but it's yeah. of course, sometimes it's different in the book. But it's also fun the other way around, oh. reading the book first and then um, seeing it come to life in a like live action movie. I remember reading *Dream Her Diaries* after having watched it. That was an experience, to say the least. <laughs> Yeah. There were many differences or Oh a lot. Like um the two love interest was not even born on the same continent or the same year hundred. Oh wow. <laughs> well, that that's the thing with, with the movie adaptations. It it's not the same story, you know? Yeah. Mm. It it is based off it, but at some point, it becomes its own separate story. Like I remember growing up and reading Harry Potter. And at some point, I did. I decided I wanted to watch it, and I watched it, and I was very much, hmm, this is not really the same story. Yeah, there is mm-hmm. missing so much from it, and that's the thing about movie and series adaptations. There is there is this element of thoughts and emotions that can't be portrayed with wor- that can only be portrayed with words mm-hmm. and not through motions. Mm. Uh, so you will you will have scenes in books that simply cannot be turned mm. into something physically on the screen. Mm. I will yeah. definitely also say that with the books, if you're like particularly following one person around, you will also get the thoughts of that person, yeah. which mm. is kind of hard. But you you can do it in a, in like and an adaptation or like the screen and stuff like that. But it's it's not the same as like reading it. But I also feel like it. 
depends on what you do first. If you see the movie first and then read the book or the other way around, because like here I saw the movie first and they didn't change that much, but like one perspective, they changed quite a lot. And for me, it makes sense to change it. And I feel like the story is better yeah. the way it is in the movie, just because it's it's more natural to say. But I feel, so like I've heard a lot of people who... Um, if you read Mage Runner and then watch a movie, then you hate the movie. But if you watch the movie and then try to read the book, you hate the book. And that happened for me as well. So yeah, I feel like sometimes it's what you mm. do first. Because then you fall in love with that and then it's different. And every time something's yeah. different, it's not... I think that's only good. happened to me one time. But that's because I had like wait Like the movie and the book was like so different. Like they could be like their own thing, but they just share the <laughs> yeah. title. That was yeah. the mm. thing. That was the thing with the Mayma Diaries because the main character you got her point of view, but she was so annoying. <laughs> no, for real, like she was aware that she was annoying. She was aware that she was being mean and manipulative. Mm. But yeah. she just did it. Yeah, and then they probably changed it in the adaptation to make it her more likable or like to, to what do they something really, What to they me. really did was just they removed you getting her thoughts. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I was not aware that she was aware. I mm. think that was the point that was really annoying. Yeah. From the first yeah. was the fact that she was aware of it. Yeah, because then you just think she. Oh, so then she's just an asshole if she's aware <laughs> that she's doing mean stuff. But like, if she if you're not aware that you're doing something that's hurting other people. Yeah, because in. This series, I just had the impression that she was unaware and she was dealing with... Because it's supernatural, so she was dealing with a new world and she was just coming across mm. in a way that she didn't intend and she was just emotionally distressed. Where in the books, you're very aware that she's just actively being an asshole. Mm. Mm. I mean, talk about the vampire just now. Uh, there, we we only have four recommendations, but I feel like there's so many more books you can read for summer. There's yeah. so many, <laughs> so, many. so many. Yeah, and he, I just thought now to think talking about the movie adaptations, like Casey McQuinson's written multiple queer oh, yeah. romances. Red, white, royal, blue. There's red, white, royal, blue, which is being turned into a movie right now. Actually, I'm so excited about Heartstopper. It. And there's well. Heartstopper, and so if you're looking. For like cute romances or just a good book, I think a good thing to do is look up what books are currently being turned into TV adaptations. Yeah, because you know those are books that people like. Yeah, yeah popular and then popular, also- but not necessarily popular because a lot of them get popularized by the the movie or the series, but at the same time. They have been well loved and have a huge audience. Yeah. They're often good books if they're yeah. going to be So they're into often movie. getting more spending. Yeah. Because like people can see that there's actively somebody who would watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also serious? uh other great movies right now, like My Policeman and there's also oh, yeah. gonna be one for I I read a book the other day that's called The Inheritance Game. That's also gonna be a TV series. Mm. Yeah, so if you're looking for a book that maybe we aren't talking about, mm. or you've already read what we're talking about, I think a good way to find a new book would be to look at movie 
uh, and film adaptations. Yeah. It's also good, like if you're that kind of reader who always wants more of a story. Yeah. To yeah. to read something that's gonna be turned into a movie, because then you can that's get why, some more. That's why I really yeah. love the book I chose because not only is there a series behind it, there is like a side series stories which I haven't watched yet. There's also an anime, and there is like a comic. Which is yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I I feel like yes. you a lot choose to read things that are like more too. Like yeah. it's not just a book. There's also a series and this extra content and this extra content. I I love extra content. I think that's where it is. <laughs> it's like an interest, you know. It's like a hyper focus. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like when you get into a new pain and they keep releasing like new content over and yeah. over again. It's the same with these books. More and more. Yeah, yeah just, just more and more and more. I'll, I'll take it all. the same thing with The Vampire Diaries, because first, there's 14 books. <laughs> you love talking about The Vampire Diaries today, man. <laughs> I do. I love it. But I just didn't feel like I could recommend a series. Mm, it's a bit true. long. 14 yeah. books. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for, for, like, if you're here to get a book for summer yeah. reading, yeah. I don't think... A series, re- there's more than, like, yeah. three or four should yes. not be it. Mine is like, it, it's a series, but it's definitely like, you don't need to read the rest. Because mm. it's no. this is the one that's popular mostly. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you can mm. read one and it's fine, and you can continue if you want, but like... Like, if you have a lot of time, first, yeah. you can you can read the whole series. If you, if you just, if you're a slow reader, or you just have a packed summer, and you just want a book that you can read while on the beach, like... That's that's so, like a good recommendation, yeah. you know, yeah. where it's like there's there's four books, you can you can either read the first one, hmm, or you can read all of them if you yeah. want. Because it's not like there's a cliffhanger; it's like it's one story, like one complete. Yeah. Because it's one summer. The next book is about a new summer, so it's like it's the same people, but like it's not continuing off where this left off. I also feel like I've heard about your book when I went to like primary school. If, I don't know. I think maybe we read something mm. like that, or maybe one of the other ones, but I'm not sure. Mm. It's a very good movie. Everybody should watch it. <laughs> and also, just to say, it's a movie where you might cry. Uh, I cried a lot, too. Uh, I Every cried time I watch so it. much. But you a are Pisces. a big cri- crier. I, yeah. I cried Such so much Pisces. reading both my book and Freya's book. Because yeah. um, they're just... Like there's so much emotion in books that you sometimes you can't portray the same way in film, no, but but it's portrayed good. in a different way, you know. Like I'm gonna use Harry Potter again because <laughs> it's Harry Potter. <laughs> yep. Like there are certain scenes that are so like set in a certain way in the book mm. that are so completely different in the movie. And the most memed one is the one where Dumbledore goes, he goes quietly, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> and in the movie, he yells so loudly at Harry and is like, Hello. did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's to show, like, it's 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 completely different, even though it's the same. Yeah, you know? it's to show but the it, distress. It's to show the distress that cannot be shown in mm. the same way mm. But also, you know? I feel like the thing with movies and books that's the same story is that everybody has an opinion on what should be watched first and what yes. should True. be consumed first. Yeah. And Most I feel like that's very individual also. Yeah. What works best for you, if it works best to have like the pictures of what they should look like in uh, your head. Yeah. My book read. does c- contain pictures and drawings. 
<laughs> a, a lot of books don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. well, but it's just I actually have read a lot of books that contain pictures, yeah. so like yeah. illustrations along with yeah. it. Mm. But if, if you're looking for an easy read, like as we said earlier, Heartstopper, it, it's a graphic yeah. novel. Yeah. So if you're, if you're really bored this summer and you just want a quick, easy read, I would suggest Heartstopper. Yeah, you can it's, read it it's, very quickly. It's, you can find it online uh, on Webtoons or Tabas. Or you can just search it up in Google and it'll show up. And it's it's a quick, easy read. Yes, and there's an adaptation, and the adaptation is also amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing is, because it, it... I haven't it, gotten around to either of them. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. But, like, the thing about it being a graphic novel, you can watch the series and you can read the story, and it's the same overall idea, but it's two different stories, in a way. Mm. Because there are, again, things and people in the story that cannot be put into the the cinematic world in the same way as it can on paper. True. And then there's also just stuff that has way too much. Yeah. Like, if you don't... If it's for summer, maybe like, the Rainbow Diaries with 16... <laughs> what was it? Like, nine? Oh, over nine seasons. Yeah. There's eight seasons for the original series. Then there's five and three for the two side series. And that's just, like, a lot of television. <laughs> yeah. I think it's time that we uh, start to wrap up uh, this session. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we hope you've had a good time listening, and that you have that some you good book recommendations. Now. Yeah. yeah you hope you maybe check out one of the books we uh, recommended today, and um, happy reading. <laughs>